In the aftermath of a hurricane, the cost to rebuild and recover for homeowners in New York can vary greatly, depending on your insurance carrier and how they define a windstorm. Legislation kicking around the Capitol would help standardize some of these issues. And to discuss the measure in Albany, we're joined in the Capitol Press Room studio by Brad Latchett, Director of Government Affairs for the Professional Insurance Agents of New York. Welcome back to the show, Brad. Thank you so much for having me. So many insurance companies have uh, a special hurricane windstorm deductible uh, for homeowners in coastal parts of the state. I'm thinking like Long Island. Uh, But what actually triggers that deductible can vary from carrier to carrier. Can you explain the ambiguity surrounding uh, what actually constitutes a windstorm in New York? Before that, maybe I'll just back up just a second to explain what's the difference between a windstorm deductible and a, a regular deductible are. So most people are aware of what a deductible is on their homeowner's policy. If they have a fire or a theft or something, they would pay a certain amount of money. Usually it's like $500 or 1000 a fixed sum. But there's also, as you mentioned, a windstorm deductible in some coastal parts of the state, Westchester, New York City, Long Island. That deductible is different. It is a percentage of the insured value of the home. So uh, usually that percentage goes anywhere between 1% and 5%. Usually like 3 and 5% is what I see in policies. So that means in the event of a loss, it wouldn't be a fixed sum. It would be that percentage. So let's say a $500,000 home, that 5 percentage, what's that? Uh, $50,000, right? 20, 20, $20,000. See, I'm not a math major. 25000 You were testing school. me. I was. I went to law school for a reason. Right. Uh, and it was not to do math. So, yeah, it's a significantly larger sum of money, right? You're talking 25 versus 1000 or five five hundred. Mm-hmm. So the question is, how does that get triggered? And there's really no clear definition. And that's kind of why I'm here, why this bill has been introduced, is to standardize the definition of windstorm. Carriers right now are permitted to file their own definitions. There's currently over 100 definitions filed with New York State. Uh, and, and do they actually vary greatly, though, or are we just saying maybe a, a word or two is, is different from one definition to another? Fantastic question. Um, so it, they don't vary greatly. There's three kind of parts to the definition. There's uh, wind speed, there's duration, and then there's location. Generally, these definitions fall within the same ballpark on each one of those. So wind, wind speed, we're talking about Category 1 or Category 2 hurricanes at 74 miles an hour or 96. For duration, it's usually landfall um, within 12 hours before and after of that storm, um, that name storm, that Category 1 or Category 2 that I mentioned. And then the location, that varies a little bit. Usually it's anywhere in New York State. Sometimes I've seen it where it's the county of the premises of the insured premises. Sometimes it's if it's outside of New York State, but you're impacted. So there is some variation there. But for the most part, that they are similar enough. But there's enough variation to create confusion when there is a loss, which is after this kind of traumatic or event like a hurricane. So it's possible that uh, neighbors might have different plans. And even though they experience the same catastrophic windstorm, their differences in the plans will impact what they're actually paying out of pocket, right? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Exactly right. So you and your neighbor hit by the same exact storm, depending on what the definition is in your particular policy, is going to be a different result on what you pay. After a storm like that, that's not the time where a homeowner is looking through the policy, like, what's the definition of windstorm and what do I have to pay? It's, you know, that's kind of the time you want to have some assurances. And nobody's looking at these definitions. I mean, it's, you know, buried deep in the policy. So we would like to create some uniformity just so we can provide some more clarity to homeowners. 
well, what's the best way to standardize that definition of a windstorm? Are we letting the Department of Financial Services come up with it? Are we asking the insurance industry to put their heads together? What is the process laid out in this bill? So this bill would authorize the Department of Financial Services to create a definition of windstorm. And it does that, I think, to bring in the industry and all the interested parties so they can come up with a uniform definition. The intention is not to upset the, the marketplace and drive insurance companies out. It's to create clarity for homeowners. The best way to do that is to bring all the interested parties in so we have agreements and at least everybody is heard through that process. During the assembly floor debate on this bill in 2023, the case of Florida was brought up where a GOP lawmaker noted that the Sunshine State has some uniform triggers of when a windstorm is happening and that the implementation of this definition since 2006 has, in his words, been nothing short of a catastrophe. And he cited the departure of private insurance companies from Florida and the reliance of a state-created fund. What do you think of the comparison to Florida's example and what New York is proposing now? I love that question. So I think that is giving a lot of credit to the definition of windstorm um, for putting Florida in the state it is in. The fact is there's 19 states plus the District of Columbia that have a standard definition of windstorm, New Jersey, Connecticut, our neighbors, that are not in the same situation as Florida. There's a host of reasons that Florida is in the situation that they're in. I don't think the definition of windstorm is probably on the list of 100 things. Is it possible, though, if we create a threshold for a windstorm that is either too high or too low for an insurance company's liking, that they will then not offer that product to homeowners on the coast, and then there's going to be a lack of options for, say, homeowners on Long Island? It is possible, of course. And the main argument against this legislation is it takes away flexibility. And let me be perfectly clear, it does. When you create a standard definition, almost by definition, you know, you're taking away flexibility because you're saying this is the way it's going to be. But as we talked about earlier, the definitions that are currently being employed are very similar. They're not crazy. People aren't in the in right field on certain issues. Plus, uh, allowing the department to draft the definition with you know, input from the insurance companies would hopefully lead to a definition that everybody's happy with and is comfortable with. So my thought is that anything that would be finalized, any standard definition would be pretty much what most people are using. It would just create a level playing field. And why is this something that the insurance agents of New York care about? The the insurance agents are kind of the voice of, of the consumer. Most people's interactions with insurance are through their insurance agents, if at all, right? It's when they have a claim. So We're looking out, I guess, for the consumer in terms of trying to create some clarity so that when there are these hurricanes, that people have some clarity and are not running around trying to figure out where to get $25,000. Does it potentially make the insurance agent's lives a little easier if they don't have to explain why the neighbor is paying one thing and you're paying something else? Uh, 100%, absolutely. And and, and it helps the politicians as well, by the way. You know, after an event like that... Who gets calls? Who gets calls? The insurance agent and the elected official, and they're saying, "What's going on?" But absolutely, it makes insurance agents' life easier. Well, last time you were here, we were talking about extreme weather, mm-hmm. but in a different context, and we highlighted the way the reinsurance market, essentially insurance for insurance companies, was impacting consumer prices. Is this an area where consumers are being affected by reinsurance businesses as well? Great question. So, yeah, that's absolutely right. Actually. 
windstorm deductibles are kind of a relatively new feature of insurance, at least in insurance terms, within the past 20 years. Um, after Hurricane Katrina in 2005, which was just a, you know, obviously a traumatic event and a pivotal event for the insurance industry, reinsurance companies said, we can't take any more loss. I think the insurance industry uh, had $41 billion in claims during that event. So the reinsurance company said, we need you guys to put these deductibles in. So that's what happened post-Katrina, basically along the eastern seaboard. Um, those 20 states or the 19 states that I mentioned, most of them are along the eastern seaboard and have put some sort of standard deductible in their policies. And moving forward, if there is a standard definition, is this something that should be set in stone or should the definition be allowed to evolve either because of uh, home construction and what homes can uh, absorb or the way the storms might be getting more and more severe? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I think there's always room for, for change. And I guess the, the benefit of doing regulatorily is sometimes that's a little bit easier to do. But I'll also say that you know these definitions are often tied into the scientific definition of, of a hurricane, the serif system, whatever they use. So, you know, if if that doesn't change, I don't anticipate there would need to be a change in the windstorm definition. That said, I don't know enough about the scientific definition of windstorm or hurricane to say that doesn't change. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Uh, we've been speaking with Brad Latch. They're the Director of Government Affairs for the Professional Insurance Agents of New York. Brad, thanks so much for visiting us in the studio. Thanks for having me again. It's great. Capital Press Room, a production of WCNY Connected, Syracuse.